0: Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that, He was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had. And she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first. And she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa Uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study before it was even published went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus
1: Christ welcome to the bread of life catholic bible study the paraclete the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that i have told you john fourteen twenty six. let us begin with prayer in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. May I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday's 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. The first reading tells us that God will provide for us in the most unexpected ways. The second reading shows that there is no greater friend than one who lays down his life for us. The gospel reveals to us that real religion is what we live as well as what we say. This week, let your spirituality show, not in the way you dress, speak, or sing. Let it show in your actions. This week, do something beautiful for God and give of your time, talent, or your money to do God's work. Remember, I did not say, do what you always do. I say, do something different, something special. Whatever you do, whatever you give, let it really be an experience of sacrifice. Your gift of giving begins with your heart. There is a lot of people out of work. Find out who needs clothing and give away all I have for surplus and do a little for my need. Cut out half of the clothes in my closet and focus my prayer for my daughter who is in a difficult work situation. Her bosses are oppressive to her. Also, pray daily and specifically for my three children. That was my application. And what did you learn from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal applications you choose to apply to your life this week? Well, what I heard was give my heart to my children. And my application is make my children my focus of prayer. Call or text each of them frequently and let them know how much I love them and appreciate them. A quote St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Peace and war begin at home. If we truly want peace in the world, let us begin by loving one another in our own families. If we want to spread joy, we need for every family to have joy. This Sunday is the 33rd Sunday in ordinary time. The gospel is from Mark thirteen twenty four to 32. During that period, after trials of every sort, the sun will be darkened. The moon will not shed its light. Stars will fall out of the skies and the heavenly hosts will be shaken. Then men will see the son of man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. He will dispatch his angels and assemble his chosen from the four winds, from the farthest bounds of earth and sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. For the sap of its branches turns high and it begins to sprout leaves. You know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, you will know that he is near. Even at the door, I assure you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. The heavens and the earth will pass away, but my words will not pass. The word of the Lord, who questions what will happen in those days after the tribulation. The sun will be darkened, the moon will not shed its light, stars will fall out of the skies. And the heavenly hosts will be shaken. Just imagine that. Oh, wow. How does the day of the Lord come? Cruel with wrath and burning anger. The stars and constellations of the heavens send forth no light. The sun is dark when it rises. And the light of the moon does not shine. What will they see on that day? The Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. What did Jesus tell the high priest when he asked him if he was the Messiah? First time he asked, Jesus remained silent. The second time asked, he said, I am. And you will see the son of man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Who will see Jesus when he comes on the clouds? revelations 1 7 says see he comes amid the clouds every eye shall see him even of those who pierced him all the peoples of the earth shall lament him bitterly so it is to be amen who will be he send out and what will they do when he comes in all his glory his angels he will assemble his chosen from the four winds, from the farthest bounds of earth and sky. From what are we to learn a lesson? And when, when will we know that he is near? From the fig tree. Once the sap of its branches runs high and it begins to sprout leaves, you know that summer is near. When you see these things happening, You know that he is near, even at the door. What will not pass away? This generation will not pass away until these things take place. The heavens and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass. A personal question. What truth about yourself and God has he revealed to you this day? Well, Deacon can answer this in a book dated 1993 to 2000, that I am displeased with my attitude with myself. And then another book later, that he is permanent and I am temporary. Another book, that I need to be held in his order if I am to be successful in my mission. And I answer that my love for him and my love for neighbor. The truth is that receiving the love God has bestowed on me, I now sacrifice my time, talent, and treasure for others, beginning with my three children. The truth is the joy of the Lord is my strength. I am strong when I am joyful, and people can see how loved I am by God. Who will be called least and greatest in the kingdom of God? Matthew five eighteen to 19 says, Of this much I assure you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter of the law, not the smallest part of a letter shall be done away with until it all comes true. That is why whoever breaks the least significant of these commands and teaches others to do so shall be called least in the kingdom of God. Whoever fulfills and teaches these commands shall be great in the kingdom of God. Who is the only one who knows the day or the hour of, of his coming? No one knows it, neither the angels in heaven nor even the sun, but only the Father. How will the day of the Lord come to us? 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 and 2 says, As regards specific times and moments, brothers, we do not need to write you. You know very well that the day of the Lord is coming like a thief in the night. A personal question. If Jesus were to come on the cloud today, in what way have you been preparing yourself to be gathered up by the angels? Deacon Can wrote in the book 1993 to 2000, I have been praying, studying scripture, saying the rosary. Another book, he said, spiritually through prayer, Bible study, and love. And another book, through prayer, Bible study, church teaching, my own conscience. And I answer that by reading, studying, and obeying his every word. He is telling me it's simple. Love me and love others. Lay down my life for the good of others, just like he has done for me. The psalm this week is Psalm 16, verse 5 and 8 through 11. O Lord, my allotted portion in my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body too abides in confidence. Because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. You will show me the path of life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. What is the Lord? Saying to you personally through the psalm, and how can you apply this to your life? And Deacon Ken answered it. You have assigned me my portion in my cup, his application. I try to use my gifts and talents to the best of my ability. And another book, the Lord himself is my inheritance, my prize. The application, I call on him constantly for help in my breathing, pain control, problems, counsel, intercessory prayer, praise, and in silence. This helps me to minister to others. And I answer that, I set the Lord before me in my quiet time with him. He is at my right hand. I don't have to be afraid. He has shown me the path to life in his word. I am joyful in his presence. My application, be glad and rejoice and be confident that he will not abandon me. If I really believe what I am saying, I will be glad, joyful, and confident. When I don't treat others the way he treats me, I am sad. I can't stay there because he accepts me as I am. And I am to do that with others and to be full of joy, recognizing I am a sinner, saved by the grace of God, like everyone else. The commentary. In today's passage, we find that Jesus tells us that when the time of tribulation has ended, his return will be unmistakable. In the midst of that time of persecution, even strong believers will find it very difficult to follow Jesus, and to keep from being deceived by false teachers. When Jesus does return, there will be no doubt of his identity. The Messiah has come. If you have been told that, then he has not. Matthew twenty-four twenty-seven. Christ's coming will be obvious to everyone, and there will be deep mourning because unbelievers will suddenly realize They have chosen the wrong side. In the time of Jesus, the world seemed very concrete and dependable. The roles of the people were clearly defined, giving the impression of permanence. It was just that essence of permanence that Jesus was threatening to change. Today, many people fear the destruction of the world through nuclear power. Jesus tells us that while we can be sure the earth will pass away in time, the truth of his words will never be changed or abolished. God and his holy word provide the only stability in our unstable world. It is so incredibly short-sighted to spend so much of our time learning about this temporary world in a accumulating its possessions while neglecting God, scripture, church, and all the eternal truths of our faith. Today, many books are written in many languages that predict when Jesus will come back. These books are written to give the impression that man has figured out what Jesus said. Only his father knows, and we are to stay alert. When Jesus said that, even he did not know the time of the day end. He was affirming his humanity. Jesus voluntarily gave up the unlimited use of his divine attributes when he became a man. The bottom line in this passage is that no one can predict by scripture or by science the exact day of Jesus' return. Jesus teaches us that preparation not calculation, is needed. The application for this week. The first reading tells us that we can be eternal stars if we share our Lord with others. The second reading shows that to deny Christ's forgiveness to ourselves is to deny it to all. The gospel reveals that the earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. This week, prepare for the coming of the Lord through service to others, not by trying to calculate it through books and movies. Show your family and friends by your actions that you are preparing to live forever and are ready to die right now. Let them see the power of your prayer life. Let them see that you pray about everything and complain about nothing. Let them experience your forgiveness and show them that you forgive others because you know you are forgiven. Do this with your family, friends, school, and work associates, and you will be amazed at what can happen in just one week. This is your week. Let it happen. Let us close with prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us. Thank you for helping us to know that we've got to be prepared for your coming. Help us to prepare ourselves this week in a powerful way to bring your word to others. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.
0: To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S. M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G, to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at MagnificatCST at AOL.com or call 504-828-MARY M-A-R-Y Until the next time, may God bless you.